At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Love High. My name is Florence Bark and you're listening to one of the most authentic podcasts around when it comes to love and our connection to other people. This episode is a short practical guide on healing heartbreak. Hi my loves, today's episode is one that I hold close to my heart. As you know, I started this podcast journey after a heartbreak and what inspired me to put my voice out there was knowing that other people were feeling this pain as well and I wanted to use my platform to help others on their healing journey. Healing is a long journey and it is completely different for everyone. A lot of the time we're given advice like time heals everything and it won't always feel this way. It will get better. And whilst all these things are true, in the moment they don't really help. One thing that I know helped me and so many others is hearing other people's experiences, which is why podcasts like this one are so important. Hearing that you're not alone is the baseline to stepping into your healing. I'm going to break this podcast into phases because I believe that we need different advice for different stages of a heartbreak. Phase one is the raw breakup. It's fresh. You're at your most vulnerable. Phase two is you're starting to get on with life as much as you can. Phase three is you're deep in your healing and you're working on yourself. Some of you will relate to different phases, so I hope that this episode will benefit you no matter what part of your journey you are on. Before we jump into this episode, I would love to remind you of the Patreon. It's over at patreon.com slash lovehigh. And this is a little community that I'm building so that everyone can be involved with the creative process of this podcast and also so that they can be there for each other no matter what stage of their love and life that they are on. There's a live discord chat where we can just chat about anything, anything that you need to vent. And I also think that it's quite relevant 
to have this platform after this episode in particular because I think community and having people around to listen is so valuable when it comes to healing a heartbreak. You can also find me over on Facebook at Love High Podcast and we can build the community there as well. So whatever place you would prefer, go and join me over there and we can build this little Love High community. And also by joining one of these communities, you are supporting me and the podcast. Of course, I am doing this work for free. So any little helps. If this is really helping you, then it would be amazing if you could give back in some kind of way whether that is just leaving a rating and a review of course that will help me a ton so anything will help thank you everyone so let's get on with the episode let's talk about healing your heartbreak If you want to know more about my own heartbreak story, you can find it at the start of this podcast journey with the episode A Broken Hearted Girl and Her Diaries and an update on the relationship and heartbreak in Breakup 2 and it all starts here. So I don't have to go into the whole background of my own journey here, but you can find that on other episodes. This episode is about a quick practical guide on tips and advice for when you are feeling that hard heartbreak pain. In phase one, you're feeling extremely vulnerable, which is why it's so important to treat yourself with kindness in every way. You could see yourself right now as your child self. For me during this phase, releasing all my emotions, thoughts and feelings was the most important tool. The corny therapist phrase, you have to feel the feelings to get through them. A lot of us have been taught to hold feelings in, to hide them, that no one should see our pain. We must be strong. But actually, in these moments, it's really important to release. There are lots of different ways that you can actually get all these emotions out. It doesn't have to be the dramatic walk in the rain with no umbrella, ugly crying while strangers walk by with worried looks on their faces. That was just one way I released some of my emotions, which actually leads me on to a very important point. Cry. Let it out. Sit there, watch a sad movie, listen to sad songs, cuddle a teddy and cry. It has to happen at some point. It's much better to get it out sooner rather than later. It may seem really, really simple to give you the advice to cry, but I think sometimes we just find it so easy to hold in our emotions, no matter what we were taught in our younger years or Sometimes I just think it's really helpful to be the really dramatic heartbroken girl. Just do what feels right at the time. Be be dramatic. Be just cry. Just cry loads and let it all out. In phase one, we have to set our boundaries. Are you going to be communicating with your ex? There is no right or wrong way when it comes to this, but it can really help to cut the cord on communication. 
each time you hear from them or reach out, it can be your brain trying to source the happy and love chemicals that it was used to. When we're going through a heartbreak, we're actually going through some sort of come down. It's like love was the drug and now we're suffering and experiencing the withdrawal. This is why for me, cutting communication was such a massive help. I do want to add though that stopping communication doesn't work for everyone. Obviously there are some things in life that means that this can't happen. But if you can, you should discuss together the time that you don't talk for. Maybe set a date for a check-in. Or if the breakup is not this amicable, then choose and set that time for yourself. For me, this made it easier because it didn't feel like it was forever. No communication can be so beneficial to your healing process. If you're going to make the no communication work for you, then you have to mute them on social media or block them if you don't trust yourself to not keep checking their profile. This really helps because their profile won't keep popping up on your feed. My biggest saviour for all phases of breakups is journaling. I never did it before my heartbreak, but now I cannot stop. Write those journals like your teenage diaries. It doesn't matter what you write because nobody is going to see it. Be as honest and explicit as you can. Journaling also takes so many different forms. You could do it on a You could do it on paper, in a book, on your laptop, in Google Docs. You could do video recordings or voice recordings. Anything that's a form of you getting those thoughts and feelings out of your head is going to help you feel more and more stable. Another tip for phase one is treating your inner child. When you're feeling your most vulnerable, your mind and body kind of reverts back to your past self. Think about yourself as a little version of you. If that small version of you was sitting there crying and hurt, what would you do to make them feel better? Get a pizza, watch a movie, go for a walk. Honestly, this is the time to mother yourself. You really deserve it. I've mentioned this tip in the podcast before, but it's something that I made up when I was going through a really, really bad part of my heartbreak. I felt like I would never feel happiness again. So what I did was write out a list of things that made me feel happy. This was not an easy task and it won't be if you are feeling heartbroken, but you have to really think hard and force yourself to accept that there are small things that do make you feel happy. So write your happy list. This could be something small like when my plants grow, getting a tattoo or driving. Whatever it is, write it down on this list. For me, this was a really good realisation tool to show myself that I could be happy. Maybe not in the same way, but it was still going to help. After you've written your happy list, you move on to your action for happiness list. Choose two to three things that you've written down in your happy list and make some action points to make them happen, whether that's booking a holiday, watering your plants or ordering some pizza. We need to reconnect with what makes us feel happy. And as hard as that is in the moment where you're feeling really heartbroken, These are the things that are going to make you feel better. My last piece of advice for phase one would be make sure that you're not alone all the time. I know it feels that that's all you want to do right now, but you need the support of your friends and family. 
It can be so hard to reach out for help, but it's really important. So send someone a text and arrange to hang out. Maybe someone that you know is going to be gentle with you and give you the comfort that you need right now. Phase two, dealing with heartbreak whilst living life. You've sat and mourned and now it feels like you have to move on and get on with certain things in your life. This can be really hard because you're still feeling so much of this heartbreak. You'll feel okay sometimes and then other times it will hit you like a ton of bricks. Keep up with your journaling and make sure that you're giving yourself time to vent out the emotions in whatever way works for you. Make sure you're giving yourself time to process. It's really normal in this stage, sometimes instigated by friends, to distract yourself. And while sometimes this can be good because you don't need to be feeling this all the time, you have to keep a balance of feeling and healing alongside the distractions. The more you distract yourself, the longer it will take to get through the hurt. One of the hardest parts of this journey is reconnecting with yourself and learning how to be happy alone. For me, I went down quite a drastic route and went solo traveling. I got up and left London to really be alone, force myself to experience life and prove to myself that I can use the freedom the breakup offers to my benefit. And whilst this was extreme, it was revolutionary to my journey of healing. And I really did find happiness being by myself with my own company. If you can't get out on holiday or travel, there are ways that you can incorporate this into your life as well. Taking day trips around where you live by yourself, getting lost in a new book, going to the cinema by yourself, basically Force yourself to spend time with yourself, which is definitely harder when you're at home because you have the options of being with friends or family. But the power you find from enjoying your own company is really worthwhile. So I highly recommend doing activities by yourself. Self-care is something that we need to continuously keep in our routines when we're healing from heartbreak. This could be anything from your favourite cup of tea in the morning, yoga, skincare, massages, reading a book, anything that forces your attention on your mind and body. For me, yoga has been a staple in my journey. It allows me to meditate in a way that works for me and to get into my body and find that inner peace, even if it is only for 20 minutes a day. I have actually forgotten to mention one of my favourite tips for when you find yourself wanting to reconnect with your ex. We have a lot that we want to say after a breakup and a lot of it comes to us at different stages as well. But it's not always the best for us to actually vocalise this directly to them. So instead, you can write them a letter or record a voice memo as if you are talking to them and never send it to them. At the start of my healing, I did this a lot. I felt like I had so much to say, but I knew it was best for me to keep it all to myself. Just another way of releasing those thoughts and feelings. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Phase three, deep healing. Therapy. Therapy is my number one best tip for breakups, heartbreak, grief of any sort. The pain that you feel from all the above can always be sourced to the things from your past. And learning about yourself is one of the most amazing tools for healing. I personally see a sex and relationships therapist who is incredible and I couldn't have gone through my heartbreak without him. So if you can, find yourself a therapist who you really connect with. Don't be put off by not finding the right one immediately. Talking about your pain. When a lot of time has passed, it can feel like nobody wants to hear about your breakup or feelings anymore but it's really important to find community, friends or family that will listen no matter what stage you're at. Just because time has passed doesn't mean it doesn't hurt anymore and you still need to vent and get those thoughts and feelings out. If you don't have anyone in your life that you feel that you can share with, definitely head over to our Love High Patreon for our live Discord chat or the Facebook group, which is Facebook Love High Podcast. Hopefully we can build a community there that can support us at whatever stage of love and life we're at. Don't stop dating yourself. It's so important to make sure you're continuously being there for yourself and finding things that make you happy when you are single. Take yourself out, dress up, go to a movie, go hiking, do the things that you love to do on dates, but do it solo. Keep up that solo time. No matter what phase you are in, you need to consistently be there for yourself. And dating yourself is such a nice way to do it. Make gratitude lists. I think it's really important to keep gratitude in mind. It helps us see how amazing life is, even in the dark times. Refocus on the positives because there's a past version of you that will be so proud of how far you've come. Keep on fighting and focus on you and the amazing people around you. So those are some of my basic how to heal a heartbreak tips. I hope they have been useful. I'm sure I have so many more and I feel like I could do about a hundred different episodes on how to heal a heartbreak. But I wanted to round this episode up by reading through some of your amazing tips that you sent over over on my Instagram, which, by the way, is at Florence Bark. I quite often ask questions on my stories on there to get you involved in the podcast. So make sure you're following me there. So your first tip was get out of your own head and explore the world. 
I think this is really important, although it is important to be in your head sometimes so that you can process the feelings and everything that you are feeling. But at the same time, you need to get out and experience what the world has to offer. For me, this is what traveling really did. I saw, you know, how amazing and beautiful the world was outside what was happening in my own personal life. And it kind of reopens you up to being able to imagine what your life can be so that you're not stuck in the past, in the past in this relationship. Another tip is sleep, rest and read books. I think this is really important. I think it's important to kind of nurture that solo time at home and just make sure you're treating yourself good. And I think resting is really important when you're going through heartbreak because it is a really traumatic experience. So yeah, make sure you're getting enough sleep and giving yourself the rest time. Talk with friends about their heartbreaks. This is really important. It's kind of like what I said earlier. We all benefit from hearing other people's experiences when it comes to heartbreaks. So yeah, revel in other people's experiences as well and open up that conversation if your friends aren't doing it already. To accept that we can't change people's decisions and no matter how much it hurts, you've got to keep going. This is so true and something that I feel I have really struggled with um, with my breakup and heartbreak. I have really struggled to accept the decision that my ex made and I consistently, still to this day, struggle to accept it. But you really do have to keep going. So focus on you. Focus on your own journey and remember all the fucking potential that is out there for you because there is so much potential and your life does not revolve around that one person. So I've had a few messages in saying block slash mute on social media. And as I said before, this is a really important tool so that you can focus on you and you don't keep getting bombarded by your ex on social media because I know what I'm like. And when I'm feeling depressed and really down, I am on social media a lot more. And if I see my ex on social media, it hurts and I don't need to be reminded of that. So I think it's so important to block and mute. I still have my ex muted. I do not want to see anything that he is doing because it still hurts me to this day. It's almost been a year since our breakup, guys. Allow the emotions to flow. And yes, this is also kind of the feel the feelings to get through the feelings. So whenever you feel something kind of coming up for you, allow it to, to come up. Don't push it back down. Just allow it to come and sit and really, really just sit, maybe even meditate with it. Like close your eyes and feel into that feeling. What is that feeling? Someone says, starting to date yourself, getting dressed up and taking yourself out to the cinema, doing caring things for yourself around the home, making a nice meal, running a bath and mindful sessions of self-intimacy, stroking and cuddling, kissing and having loving sex with myself. I think that is so, so important because intimacy is something that we really lack when we're going through heartbreak. And we can actually give ourselves intimacy. And that can be through your own touch for yourself. And it doesn't have to be masturbation. It could literally just be hugging yourself or stroking yourself. 
these small gestures actually mean more than you could ever imagine. Someone else says the gym and meeting new people. I think this is really important. Um, Someone else said exercise, keep the body moving and don't be afraid to cry. I think exercise is always really beneficial and it doesn't have to be to to like lose weight or like have a kind of end goal but moving your body and it's really amazing for your mental health and kind of your endorphins in your body and meeting new people obviously is always going to be amazing you need to see that there are other people out there you know you can you can connect with someone else I think for me one of the biggest moments of my healing journey was discovering that I could have a connection that was similar to my ex with someone else even though it didn't work out and we didn't really have uh, the right matches in different aspects of like our love languages and just the way we communicated I experienced a connection that I never thought I was going to experience again and that is a real thing we always think that we're never going to find what we had with our ex again but we do. It's actually just physically impossible not to find that again. We are human beings and we can connect with so many people. <laughs> Someone says, don't keep them on a pedestal. Remember the annoying things that they did. I actually think this is a really important point. You can't always look back at the relationship with rose-tinted glasses. It might be worth making a list of all the things that didn't work in the relationship. Remind yourself why the breakup is actually a really beneficial thing. Someone said keeping yourself busy. Um, I guess that's a form of distraction and whilst this can be really really good, I think it's also important to not always be busy so remember to keep a balance time good friends around you realizing that you're worth it and love will come in time this is so important and you do I think positive affirmations to yourself that you know you are worthy someone does want you and you are worth love you are lovable and all the all of those things repeating those positive affirmations to yourself really helps. I do it to myself all the time. Someone else says, allow yourself to feel the emotions and ask what it is teaching me. I love that question. Ask what it is teaching me. Think about what this breakup is giving you because each relationship and each heartbreak, each breakup teaches us a tremendous amount about ourselves. This is why therapy can be really amazing because you can talk with your therapist about the learnings. It can be quite hard to self-reflect on those things, but it's so beneficial to do this because no matter what you think right now, you are learning cry it out. I cried every morning and night for two months and it really allowed me to feel the pain. I love this one. Just cry. Just cry. I still cry about my heartbreak to this day. Sometimes the feelings just come up and I have a little sob and then it's done and I can move on with my day. Crying is very beneficial. New sports and interests. I started boxing and now I'm hooked. I love this one. I started Muay Thai when I was going through my breakup. And yeah, having like a new interest and something that you're working on outside of your regular, like everyday job can be 
so good, especially martial arts. There's something about regaining that power and strength and through uh, learning, learning things that I don't know, would knock out your ex if they came at you, you know, that does just really help. Focus on yourself. Every time you start to think about them, refocus on you, distract yourself. I think it's really, really important to refocus on you when they do crop up. But make sure you kind of process those feelings and then think, you know what, actually, my life is about me and I'm the priority. What can you do to make yourself happy? What can you do to enjoy life? Plan some things, you know, do the whole dating yourself thing at this point. Someone else says solo holidays. I am all for that. I love a solo holiday. Right now, I am on a solo holiday. I'm in California, my favorite place in the whole wide world, all by myself. Well, that's kind of a lie. I'm staying with my uncle and I was with Reed, but still, solo holidays. Someone wrote in, I always find it helpful to think about the relationship like a book it ended and it wasn't meant to be any longer or any shorter than it was. And that's okay because the book was good for a while, but it has finished. Nothing more can be learned from it. I think that's a really beautiful one to finish on because it actually echoes something that my therapist said to me whilst I was going through my heartbreak. And it was about closing a chapter and opening a new one. And my therapist made me kind of visualize it as if I was walking through a new door a new gate and my ex couldn't walk through it with me and that was just how life had to be we're all moving on to a new chapter of our books or maybe a whole new book I feel like at the moment I'm on the start of a new book and it's really really exciting I think there are so many positives to come from heartbreak and it doesn't feel like it at the time, but it's actually one of the biggest learning experiences that you will ever have in your life. I really hope that this episode has helped people. If you have any more advice that you'd love to share in another episode, please email it in at lovehighpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to get more episodes up on heartbreak, obviously, as it is something that I feel so, so passionate about. And I really want to be there for people to help them through this time. There are so many more episodes that I have recorded about healing a heartbreak. If you go back to series one, you will find the podcast, How to Heal a Heartbreak Before It Turned Into Love High, where each episode was me talking to an expert about advice on how to heal from a heartbreak. My favorite episode was with the sex and relationships therapist Mike Lusada so if you need more you can find more there obviously if you love this episode please share it with a friend or a family member someone that you think it will benefit 
And remember to give it a rating and a review because it helps so much get this podcast into more people's ears. And we just want to share the goodness. We want to spread the goodness. We want to help people. We want to be there for people. Let's make this Love High community blow up. My loves, thank you so much for being here. Make sure you follow me on my social media at Florence Bark and you will hear more from me next Monday. Until then... Bye, my loves. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.